Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And we are so glad uh, that you're joining us for another episode of Spouse Tales. Because you can't make this stuff up. No way, Jose, (laughs) as they would say in Texas. Kathy, it's good to be with you. We've had quite a week uh, this week. We've been together several days um, recording with some folks. And we're taking a little time to do a couple of the topics that we know um, are really appreciated by spouses and that are sometimes a little sensitive to talk about. So today we're going to talk about healthy boundaries with respect to the team. And uh, you and I both have some, I'm going to call them war stories and some great stories. And, you know, when I think about this, if somebody were asking you, like, what does that mean, healthy boundaries, you know, with your team, what would that mean to you? Well, I think for me, Joanne, it's knowing when to say when, knowing that time when you draw a line in the sand and you don't yeah. cross that line. Yeah. When to say when. That's interesting because I think that um, what we know about dentists, I mean, people have said it for years, what we know about dentists is they're very kind, they're very caring. Um, I, I think about, you know, I've had some medical issues, right? So I've had these multiple doctor's appointments and you've been here and seen some of my frustration. In dentistry, we treat our patients so much different. Oh, we sure do. I think there's a whole different aspect to caring. And because our doctors have that caring heart, they extend that to their whole dental family. That's right. And the family's big. (laughs) It's real big. Because it's not just the thing that you and I talk about, Kathy. It's not just our team. It's our team and our team's family their spouses the mother the father the the you know when somebody has been sick right we're all with them I mean we're all on board you know as prayer warriors for that team members you know cousin twice removed that has cancer or has some illness dentistry is just different and I think you know in my my instances this week where I've had these medical appointments and somebody says what are you here for and then somebody else says what are you here for and somebody else says what are you here for and it's like I am such a customer service snob, partly because of what we teach in our seminars about soft skills and connecting to the person attached to the tooth. I think about why didn't they connect with the person attached to the back injury in my instance. Exactly. And I think that um, because they are so caring and because dentistry, and I use the word competitive very lightly, but I think that dentists view themselves as more competitive in the sense that if we don't put up with this or if we don't do this, this patient might leave. Or better yet, like what we're talking about today, if I don't do this, the team member's going to go. Might leave, right. And, and who's going to be stuck? That's exactly right. Well, and this is this is a whole, that's that right. the next subject that we're going to cover that's called Dr. Held Hostage. I mean, we're going to really talk about this because, you know, there comes a time when if you miss that healthy boundary and let's say you have invested too much time, energy, and money into a team member that because you do value them. But what ends up happening is psychologically, we believe that, and as a spouse, this is a little different, and we'll touch on this. As a, as a spouse, we believe that, like, we can't do without that person. Because if that person, if, if 
if we say, you know, no, you can't have that vacation at that time, or, you know, no, I'm not going to let you off to go to every, you know, play that your child is in, what what's the fear with you and I when it happens and it's a, a, a an assistant in the back? What, what happens? That I will be the one putting gloves on, that Boom. I'll be called Boom. back there. Boom. It's yes. us, right? And I, and I think about years ago before, I mean, I've been in dentistry, you know, since I was two, so it was a long time ago, long, long, long time ago, <laughs> when dirt was first you know, around. But that's anyway, when they did it in the barbershop with the red exactly right. Pole, right? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but I mean, I think about, I worked with a spouse and I remember thinking, wow, she's got a really rough attitude. And it was early in my career. Um, I was still going to school and I was still, I was working part-time in a dental office. And this, this wife said to me, she said, listen here, Missy. She said, let me tell you how this works. He just told me he's agreed to pay you that kind of money. And let me tell you what's going to happen. And she looked and she took her glasses off her nose, just like you and I have laughed about right today. we got to have her glasses on. She took her glasses off her nose and she looked at me and she said, let me tell you something, Missy. She said, that's all fine and good. But she said, you walk out of here and that stuff lands in my lap. She said, I'm going to tell you. It's going to be a long, long time until you're done with me. And I remember thinking, wow, man, who, who messed in her cornflakes? You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> something really happened with her. But it's like... Now, 25 years as a spouse, and, you know, you're very similar. We understand about having healthy boundaries with those team members. Oh, we sure do. And it's it's the people that you care and you love. Right. And we have an emotional investment. And I think that's the part where putting that line in the sand and saying, this is not personal. Right. And taking the personality out of it and looking strictly at the situation helps us to keep those healthy boundaries and not have it, well, you don't like me or why are you picking on me? You're right. You're right. It cannot be that. And I think one of the things that we, you know, we do, um, we talk about a lot and you guys use the online learning just like we do. And I think about the one that's like when the bell rings, the when the bell rings system that is about, um, you know, at eight o'clock, the bell rings, morning huddles at 745, bell rings at eight o'clock. And from eight to five, it can't be about you the rest of the day. Right. It's about the patient. Right. It's about serving that patient at that level. And so we will regularly say, you got to remember, it's not like, I want you to get really comfortable saying, this is not about me. Because if he's upset, if I'm upset, if a patient's upset, being able to say, you know what, this is not about me right now. This is about a patient and a patient's experience. So you know, when, when I get upset, it's because, you know, you have invested a lot, um, like you said, emotionally and, you know, time and energy and helped somebody when they were, um, down and out or had issues. And so you want to do whatever you need to do to help that, the person out that's on your team and you do all that. And then at the end of the day, they can leave just like anybody else. Right. And I think if you have healthy boundaries, the thing that's really clear is, um, Tony will say, I can't change who I am. That's just who I am. I give. I care. But if there's a boundary in place, it it helps to keep it cleaner. Right. Uh, And I think that's what we're looking for. I don't think we want them to not be who they are. We want them to be compassionate and caring. But we don't want them to open themselves up to hurt. Right. 
Right. I think I think that's a I think that's a really big part of it. When I think about that, like it's easier said than done, right? Oh, because absolutely. For me, I know that my greatest time of year, um, we're close to the ho- some holidays right now, and one of my favorite things is doing something extraordinary right. for the team to show our appreciation. And Chuck and I are always about we'd rather give an experience than we had give cash. Do we give some cash? Yes, absolutely. They get some bonus, but. One of the things that I always want to do is, you know, I write these jingles and I want to give them an experience, right? And when you invest time, it's the only resource we can't get back, right? Right. So when I put time and energy into, you know, a really fun um, event, if you will, and it's just kind of tongue in cheek and somebody says, oh, sorry, you know, like I'm not going or whatever. It, it's hurtful because, it, you know, Chuck will say a lot of times, you know, like when somebody um, changes my thought process on giving, then I have a problem because I don't want somebody to interrupt the way that I want to be able to give to my team. Oh, right. And, and it, like we said, it is who they are. Right. It's, it's, it's part of their personality and you can't ask somebody to, to change that. No, you really can't. And what I think about it in dentistry is that we're, we're blessed because it is part of their personality, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, most dental people like that that's how it is. And and what's interesting is, is you and I have talked to enough spouses, male and female, to know that there, there, are, there are handfuls of people out there that don't have the issues that we have because we are spouses who were dental team members right. long before we were spouses. So we appreciate that we've got a spouse, really, who's willing to care that much. And, you know, a doctor who appreciates having a spouse who's willing, you know, to give up a vacation because the team has worked really hard and, you know, maybe our lack of planning is not their responsibility, right? So we appreciate that we have a, you know, we have that kind of a mate. And I think they're appreciative that they have, they don't have a spouse that says, well, you just can't do it this year because, you know, I want a new kitchen or, right? Well, and it's true because it's, we have to also say that sometimes it's our fault. We don't always hold ourselves to the boundaries we That's think right. this time oh it'll, oh, it'll be, be okay. different yeah. yeah i can give more to this girl because yes. this team member because and they, so it's yeah. not always yeah. their fault a lot of times it's our fault because we don't stick to the boundaries that sometimes we right. set in place right well and we've got a series coming up i want to urge our listeners to come back to that we're recording that talks about how to document our team meetings and how to use that information so we can take the emotion out of it to be able to go back and say how is um your behavior of xyz um, in line with what we discussed in the team meeting, you know, three weeks ago on this day that you were at. And we show the notes. I've showed you that. We show right. the notes. We have the timing. We have all that. And thanks to Cedar and the way that we can put that in the vault, you know, they can come back to it. But I think about there are ways to protect yourself. So with, you know, with that in mind and, and kind of everything that's gone on as we begin to wind this one down some, what would you say um, like what is a how-to? If somebody's listening and they say, well, how do you put healthy boundaries in place. What What's a how-to in your mind? I think what's really important is first that we have to sit down with our doctors and we have to be in agreement on what a healthy boundary is because they need what does to... What it look like? Yes, because they need to see us as a united front. They can't do the oh, okay. c- divide and conquer. That's so And true. they go to dad and ask That's dad so and he says no. So then they go to mom yeah. hoping that she'll give a different answer. Right. Versus, and it happens. Yeah, it does. And that's a great point. That's a that's a great point. So 
I think that the how-to today, one of the best how-tos that we can give people listening is whether it's a manager who's listening to this because they have the same issue, right? right. Like I, I do enforce the rules or the, the, um, our procedures and our policies that we've all agreed to, but they'll go around me and go to him and he doesn't know how to say no or she doesn't know how to say no, right? right. So with that in mind, with, with this person, I think whether it is the spouse in our instance like you and I, or if it is a manager or whoever that person is, that liaison, the person who is the conduit, if you will, with the information to the doctor that gets, you know, cut out of, they're made into the middleman. What did you say? Um, go around or? Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, they try to divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yeah. yeah. With that in mind, I think that it is about sitting down. So one of the takeaways is, um, you know, as you mentioned, sit down with the doctor, who whatever your role is, sit down with the doctor and agree that, you know, what are what are the things that no matter what the question is, let's talk about those topics. Okay, what are the topics? So this, if you're if you're if you're listening to this and you really want an action plan, like, you sit down with your doctor and you say, what are the topics that if someone comes to you or they come to me. We will say, you know, that's a great question. I'm going to need to get with Dr. Majors on that. Or, you know, that's a great question. Let me get with Joanne or Allie on that. Because right. that way, like you said, it, it is about a united front. At the end of the day, it's about um, sending or giving a united front. Because I think that's where we get into trouble, you know, when we try to wing it. Right. And think um, it's like time off. I think about, like, we know what's going on at the schedule, and he doesn't know, but he just knows that this person, like, says, oh, and, you know, they're graduating from kindergarten, and there's going to be a program, <laughs> and it's going to be, like, all day, so I need right. to be there all day, and, you know, can I do this? And it's also during a holiday season when the schedule's packed, right? So he doesn't know that there's already one or two people, like, that he's approved, because he doesn't keep that calendar in his head. It's a, right. it's a file cabinet, and he's not in that cabinet right now. So they catch and ask at a vulnerable moment, I feel like it's chairside and we're this, oh, by the way... And I think just understanding to be respectful of the relationships, both, it works both ways. Um, but, you know, really understanding that what are those topics that um, we're going to agree on that if they come to you or they come to me, this is going to be our answer. Yes. And also, there's going to be some topics that you're going to agree on that you might say, if they come to me, you know what, it's fine. Give them an answer. It's it's not going to harm yeah. the schedule. It's not going to affect yes. anything going on yes. during our day. You're okay to answer that question. Yes. But like you say, but on these topics, we have a united front. And if we don't really know, it's always going to be, let me talk let to me. Tony, let me talk to Chuck, whatever that is, so that when we come back, they know this is the answer. Right. Well, and I, I think that that that's probably the most important part. And I think that really um, what I'm going to broach a delicate subject, and I know that we'll get probably a nasty email about it, but that's okay. They can have their own podcast and they can, <laughs> we'll send them a note. But I mean, for me, if it involves um, production of the practice, right, that's pretty much a, we're going to, we really need to talk about it. That's the number one. The other really big one is if it involves him writing a check, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not talking about sponsoring the little league team, you no. know, for $150. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, I can't pay my rent and can you front me $1,500? I mean, right. I really am. And you and I both know, yes. I'm not, I'm not speaking like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm saying that when you have this kind hearted person in that situation, it's unfair to do that. And those are the things really for me. And it's not the fact that I wouldn't agree with it, but I want us to look like, or I want us to appear and I want to be, I want to have United front. Well, and, and we want to we want to 
be included and involved so that someone comes up to us and says, oh, by the way, Joanne, thank you so much for helping out my mom with X, Y, Z, and you look like a deer in the headlights. That's exactly Like, right. what are we you talking surprises about? Surprises aren't yeah. fun in that instance. No, they are not surprises fun. Surprises for trips and, uh, <laughs> you know, gifts and things are fun, but surprises about um, money that's spent that you don't know about that they could affect something. Listen, I trust him emphatically. He trusts me emphatically. And we, we, I can list the, the times that we've had an issue on one hand. I mean, there's not right. a lot of them. But if there are any, and we can save one person from having that moment where you feel like you've been um, kind of thrown out of the bus or something. You know, it's just, Railroaded. It's awkward, railroaded, <laughs> yeah. awkward. And then you've got to look at this team member and think, okay, so how does that affect you? I mean, do you... And, and, and many times it's probably very innocent. And if you're a team member listening to this, I want to encourage you to listen to what we're saying as a, um, as a way of understanding that, you know, we're people too. And I, I kind of laugh sometimes. I mean, it's like you and I have talked about this. And, you know, I've been a professional speaker for over 20 years. And as a CSP, a certified speaking professional, there are only about a half a dozen of us in dentistry. So when somebody asks me, for instance, oh, we want you to speak, you know, complimentary and we're going to expose you to this group, it's like – you know, my mentor said some tough stuff to me, and I had to figure out to say, you know what, I, I'm not going to be able to do that, um, or I've got to talk to my business manager because the part of my nature is that I want to do it. And the right. truth is I don't need exposure in dentistry. No, you do not. I mean, not. I, I gave it the ranch already. Yes. That's kind of what I say. And it's like, you know, I volunteer my time at the office. <laughs> so, I mean, I really do. So it's like if you volunteer here, and that's where you go to make a living, but the doctors that are on the same docket that I'm speaking at, right, they're – a lot of times they feel like that's a volunteer because they're not producing nearly what they would if they were in their practice. Right. But it's a way to give back to the dental community. And then they go back to their practice and make money. So I'm in this weird place like that. So I always, I'm, you know, I'm conscious of, you know, what am I doing? Um, how does it affect others? And what does that look like? So I think that um, for me, you know, we're going to come back to this subject multiple times with a lot of different, you know, spouses and stories. And so I hope that, you know, they'll understand that this, you know, healthy boundaries with teams, it's a, it's a big piece of the puzzle, just like getting into the doctor held hostage. Well, and I think when you say sit down with the, the office manager or the spouse and the doctor and go over those topics, I think the next part of that is sharing that with your team oh, and letting great. them know yeah. because that way it avoids the instance where they come because if they don't know, right. they can't respect your boundary. That's right. So we have to let them know what those boundaries are. Right. So so let, in wrapping it back up, um, you know, s- sitting down with the doctor, coming up with those uh, topics or the content that's kind of off limits that we're gonna we're gonna get together and talk about is one thing. Then it goes into the team meeting piece, which we'll come back to in a full blown like why our team meetings are effective because so many people have them and they're not effective. So that's gonna be a whole other topic that we'll cover multiple times. But covering it in a team meeting with the doctor saying these are the things we've agreed to that if you have a question that involves one of these things you know Dr. Majors and I have agreed that we're going to talk about it okay before there's an answer so please don't expect that if you send this and put it on his desk on a sticky note you're going to get an an answer that day you're not I mean as a matter of fact put it in a group note send it in an email to both of us because that's going to be the best thing but but today we're talking about this we're going to give you a list of these topics and then the way that we do our team meetings right they sign in it's in the notes and we have that so then it's easy to come back and not point a finger at like Kathy why did you do that to me it's Kathy help me understand how when you ask Dr. Majors you know to um, buy your gas the next two weeks that's in line with what we all agreed to as far as those um, areas of concern so um, I think that that's a big part of it. Yes, it, it really is, Joanne. And um, I, like I said, I think 
we try to give everybody at the end of this a takeaway, something that they can take back in their practice and use. Yes. And I think that's I think that's a really valuable one that I can tell you that we maybe sit down and talk about it, but we haven't shared it. Yeah. And so now that's something that you know, like we say, we're learning too. Yeah. So every, every day, um, and yes. we're learning in front of people too. So it's a, we're, uh, you know, our skirts up, so to speak. Yeah. Our mask is off. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. Here it is. So um, we appreciate you joining us. As always, we promise to respect your inbox. We appreciate you being with us. We encourage you to use our sponsors. Please um, like our spousetales.com um, Facebook page, our Instagram, and follow us. We've got a website as well where you can sign up for more information. If you'd like information on our seminars, feel free to reach at us out at us there. And again, we, um, we appreciate you being with us, Kathy. Yes, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the road. See you on the road. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thanks to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Health Products Incorporated, DHP, a privately held nationally ranked supply distributor that's been servicing independent dentists and the healthcare community with quality products, equipment, and innovative solutions for nearly 30 years. I Love My Dentist is a unique online word of mouth referral program. Signing off, this is Mel on Air live from Austin, Texas. See you on the road. <laughs>